Hey there, friends. It's Nick. You know, I just got a new book yesterday for my birthday. And brace yourselves. It's exciting. It's a book about grammar. Yeah, another book about grammar. I've talked about a few of these this year. But this is really interesting in a different way. It's not about the rights and wrongs of what you should and shouldn't do or any of that kind of stuff. It's about how language, how the way we talk, the way we speak, the way we write affects our perception of the world, I guess. And I'm be, I'll be honest, I'm, I'm not that far into it, but it's such an interesting idea. I wanted to share it. The author starts really by talking about how different languages that have evolved in different places have different, different concepts embedded in them, different kind of structures. So for example, in English, he says, you know, we have, you know, our language is very tense based. So there's a sense that, that all the things, um, all the things that have happened have gone, they're past, they're not happening. There, there are other languages in the world though, where the way that the language is structured gives this sort of sense that everything is happening all the time. And that's, you know, speaking as an English speaker, it's a really hard thing to, to get your head around. But the reason it's hard is partly because our language just isn't set up that way. So his, his contention, and I guess we'll see whether it's borne out in the book, which comes very highly recommended by the way, is that the way that we talk and speak and write, yeah, it affects the way that we see the world. And of course we all know people who have certain language patterns and certain beliefs that, that drive them into dead ends. I mean, I remember I used to, to work with a guy who, you know, he looked at things negatively. That was his default kind of position and his language patterns were negative. And of course the classic example, which we all poke fun at is when, you know, when the, the, the manager guy says, you know, it's not a problem, it's an opportunity or whatever. And we can kind of laugh at that, the kind of the, the facile nature of that, but actually, actually there's some really useful stuff embedded in that, because if we do have that mindset where we see problems as opportunities or, you know, things that can be, can be overcome. You know, today I'm going to be tested, says Marcus Aurelius. I'm going to meet all these people who, who are argumentative. They don't know what they're doing. They, you know, they won't like me. They, they'll, they'll, you know, whatever. And I will stay myself. I will be, um, balanced. I will not blame them. You know, language, I mean, it's especially true for the Stoics, but I, I imagine if we went through to in, into any religious sort of tradition, we see the importance of language about how we talk to ourselves as well as the world. And it's a really interesting example, this book of how this guy, I think he's going to go through various grammatical constructs and talk about how, how we can use them to better express ourselves. And the first chapter is on the colon. You know, you know, the colon, and he talks about how, you know, the colon demands attention because if we want to live better lives, we need to be sometimes, sometimes we need our, our thoughts and our ideas to be noticed. We need to be taken account of. And the colon, he said, is like a double barreled shotgun. It sets something up, pay attention, something important is coming. And I just think it's a really interesting idea, of course. You know, it won't surprise you if you've been listening for a while. People who tell better stories get better lives. People who use better language tell better stories. You can see how it's connected to, 
to you to be to my business and to making sure that your story means business too. Thanks for listening. If you, and if you want to dig deeper into the stuff that I do in my day job online, search for story.business. Bye now.